Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. When was the last time you had a good solid chunk of time, like weeks or months or even a year, to just explore new ideas and develop new skills? If you're like most people, your answer is never. Today, Nick and I talk about the unique phenomenon known as a sabbatical, the wonderful concept of regularly scheduled serious amounts of time to do your thing. It's not just for tenured college professors. In fact, it might just be the thing for you. Check it out. So I worked at, you know, I worked at Rollins for a long time, yeah, Rollins yeah. College, and I worked with a lot of faculty members. And so, you know, I got to see a little bit of the weird sort of governance and the rules by which, you know, like uh, tenure happens. Oh, and, it's a weird, twisted little maze. And faculty, in, in many cases, depending on the governance structure, like at Rollins College, are really kind of in charge. Yeah. And so they can really butt heads with the presidents and other administrators if they feel like they're not getting something. But the other thing that I found kind of odd and strange is sabbaticals or are sabbaticals, I oh, should yeah. say. Oh, I I'm love like, that. This is really like this is really interesting. Um, it reminded me a little bit of, you know, the story about Google, how. 20% of your week or your day, you could do whatever you want and kind of try to figure stuff out. You know, it's yeah, almost yeah. like a daily sabbatical going down a rabbit hole or uh, working on a project that you feel passionate about. But I was like, if you're going to be teaching kids, if you're going to be putting context on things, then yeah, I could see where a sabbatical would be beneficial. A productive sabbatical. Like, I mean, the question is, are there guidelines that govern how you can spend your sabbatical time? I think that uh, I would imagine in some cases there are. So probably is different from school to school, yeah. state versus private, all those things. But in many cases, you know, you are still continued getting paid. And so you do have some yeah. money coming in and you're not working. So it's not like you're just, it's summer vacation for a teacher or something like that. So I, I think that, because many schools and many organizations, you can't get ahead as a faculty member, even if you're tenured, you can't really do more unless you publish. Yeah. So during that sabbatical, you're kind of not necessarily directly encouraged to do things for your, uh, you know, your classes and your growth yeah. and all of those things, but you kind of are. Well, I think it should be making an investment in what you're going to come back and do. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the nature of it. And, you know, our friend, Mark Freed, uh, created this concept that I love that he implements with uh, his business, Think Integrated, formerly Think Creative. Uh, it's a 40-hour sabbatical. He offers it to every employee. Every employee that works for Mark Freed gets to take 40 hours in a year and go do something they really want to do. And they're paid for it to go and do what they really want to do. The only rule is they have to come back and teach the people in the office. That's great. What they did. That's the way to teach do us it. about. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it creates the shared experience. It creates this individual experience and it creates this refreshment that comes from having the chance to take a little time. I mean, I used to take a month every year at the end of the year as a, a mini sabbatical to allow me to cleanse my brain and re-energize. And I'm actually getting three weeks this year, which I'm kind of excited about starting on Friday. Uh, so I think that, do you have any structure to it or is it part yeah. of it is going to be reconnecting with your family? Yeah. And, and it, mine mostly is reconnecting with 
my own free choice yeah. to do what I wish to do with my time, which will undoubtedly involve creating some stuff, planning some stuff for the new year. Sleeping in? Sleeping in maybe a little bit. I'm not yeah. into sleeping in so much. I go to bed relatively early, so I start my day relatively early. And, and I kind of have been liking it that way a little bit, which conflicts with my improv career sometimes. But um, yeah, that's I'm, typically you know, a late night I'm, venture. I'm working it out as I as I need to to make this whole <laughs> thing work. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do some fun stuff. I'm also gonna be thinking a lot about our show uh, coming up at the Fringe in 2022, so that we can kind of create something magical and amazing. Uh, like I was really excited when we went and had had lunch the other day, mm-hmm. and it was just just to hang out and talk about that. Because almost every time I see you, we got microphones in our faces. Yeah. Which I like, by the way, but, you know, nice to not have that. What about the idea that, you know, you have to do... Because my my issue with, like, even scheduling time, like, I'm trying to find ways to be more organized, be more uh, mindful of my time, but I feel like I need to be doing four things at once. Yeah. Or else I'm not productive. And what I mean by that is, like, not literally four things at once. Yeah. But... Like, okay, I'm going to be working on to concentrate on something for four hours for, let's say, or even two hours. Yeah. Man, that's a lot. It is. To just do one thing. But it's the best thing. Trust me. I'm sure. But so what is your approach to that? Do you have to do, is that like a, a, for for you, is that a first thing in the morning thing before you get a lot of other distractions? No, it's isolated hours throughout the day. And, and it's forced discipline is what it is. Yeah. And so what I do is I say, and this is actually a problem for me sometimes because I have to carve out a certain amount of time to accomplish a certain number of things. Lately, I've been having to write a lot of agendas, write a lot of proposals, do a lot of original modeling, um, find solutions for clients that have been vexing them for years. I've been doing a lot of really original thinking stuff, and I need a block of time big enough for me to dig deep enough in. And so what I'm doing is scheduling that time on my Mm -hmm. calendar with no appointments, but I have the discipline to say, when I block this off, I'm doing it. And you'd be amazed at how productive I can be with two solid hours of focused on yeah. one thing. Yeah. You know, just before you arrived today, I thanked you because you arrived a little bit late. I was working on an agenda for Orange County Health Department, the business office. Uh, I've been working on it, it seems like for months, just have not been able to come up with the right structure and balance for what I was looking for. And in the hour or 45 minutes uh, that I had extra today between a canceled appointment and you being a little late, I banged it out because I had this complete focus and concentration. I call it monotasking yeah. as opposed to multitasking, right? Because I feel like we need more of this in the world. And I think you stress yourself out when you bounce around from subject to subject and topic to topic. Better to invest yourself and then divest yourself and invest yourself in something else, at least in my experience. I'm not going to tell people how to live, but I think I have less stress than most and I'm as productive, if not more productive than most. So I would imagine, this is me guessing here, yeah. so I'm going to make some assumptions yeah. that when you're getting ready for this, you take your phone, you dunk it in water, and then immediately put it in a bag of rice so that by the time you're done, it's working again. You have no choice. So that's the first thing you do. And then I noticed your setup in your office with the electrodes where I would imagine if you try to launch like Explorer or do something else, it shocks you. A little electric shock. Yeah. But that's what it takes to condition yourself. Sometimes you need a physical reminder to say, don't do that. Yeah, you got a Pavlov efficiency. Yeah, when Patty's around, she'll actually stand behind my desk and slap me when I do that just to keep me focused, but she's not always here. So we we created the electrical system uh, with the help of our friend Mark Bernier, who's our handy guy. And uh, yeah, it's working pretty well. I'm a little scarring, but overall pretty good. Uh, You got the shirt to cover it up. Yeah, that's... (laughs) 
only scar when you can't. Who hurt see you? It. My clients. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. I often feel like time is not on my side. I get distracted easily from the projects that I'm working on. Things take me longer than I think they will. And sometimes, all of a sudden, a little bit of social media scrolling turns into a two-hour time suck. Now, Bob's solution of electrodes to keep him motivated, that seems a little extreme. So I'm going to try to time block a little bit more actively to get my stuff done. Wish me luck.